Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How are we doing? I'm well, and you? Oh, you know, I made, I made it another day. We're up. I think the parts are working. Are you back home or are you still visiting somewhere? Uh, I, I am back home, uh, yes, recording from the famed Obvious Brothers studio in Pennsylvania. How long are you at home for now? 24 hours? 48? Um, uh, two weeks from Sunday, I, I, I leave, yes. On, on the trip, on the trip, you you wouldn't bother make so, yeah. Hey, not everybody's got money trees in their backyard like you do, Daddy Warbucks. Okay, that if that's the way you're going with this, you just keep playing it. Uh, I, I hear I hear you had a windfall this week, so I I think you're, uh, you know, what, what uh, Clinton, um, uh, <laughs> Chicken Little, I guess, is is what I'm going with. Okay. Know. Some false alarm, yes. Crying Wolf. Okay. Let's let me make let me mix up my uh, 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 kitty tails this morning. <laughs> it's obviously too early, and I haven't had either enough sugar or coffee. All right, so John, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. Yes, it is three day weekend. Three three day week it can't came it comes late this week this year which is I am obvious Steve so uh, that uh, you know, it's good of me to point this out to people but uh, I, I think uh, it looks like the world's getting almost back to normal at least in the United States or most of the states yeah uh, I just saw a number of how many people are flying it's six hundred percent over last Memorial Day which is you know, I don't, we don't do math, right, John? But, yeah, uh, that's a big number. But, well, yeah, it, it just indicates how bad it was a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody seems to be chomping at the bit to get out and about. Yeah. And just un- unfortunately, not everybody can keep their cool while they're doing it. I think a year without social interaction has really uh, damaged a lot of people. Yeah. Well, there have been some very interesting stories uh, in, in the in the media uh, about about interactions. Uh, so we'll uh, oh well, we might as well start there, John. Uh, see, the White Sox and Cardinals uh, played a series uh, th- this week uh, in Chicago in what I'm always going to call uh, New Comiskey Park, and boy, things got wild and crazy more than once, didn't they, John? They did. Um... Yeah. Little... I didn't realize I didn't realize White Sox and and Cardinal fans uh, had that much venom, you know that. Uh, between, I but, I didn't either, but I yeah. think uh, you know I guess maybe just St. Louis hates Chicago altogether. I guess I don't know. Yeah, well, there's probably a little bit of that. So so one thing is always funny, John, uh, in the world we live in, somebody's always got their camera running, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so the one night, the Monday night, if you missed this, there were multiple fights in the stands, including one that was on, was it on Instagram, John, you sent it from? It was either Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember. Okay. And, and, uh, and let me just say, I saw more butt crack than I really needed to <laughs> in, in that video. So, uh, yes, yeah, so the one guy's pants. Uh, yeah. If you, you get that, you all get the mental picture. Uh, yeah. 
and and then there was a lot of pulling on t-shirts where we got a lot of stomach exposure that did not expose six packs did it john it did not a lot of dad a lot of dad bods a lot lot of dad okay let's go that's that's probably the gentlest way of putting it a lot of dad bod so so uh yes that was fun uh, we were at the game, uh, your sister and I, Tuesday night, as you well know, and, and they decided that they were going to do something called a cup snake, John. Yeah, that was impressive. Well, and you know, John, security kept breaking it up. Wait, what is this? What's, you know, I don't understand. I don't know what they were hurting. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, just for those of you who can't imagine this, uh Somebody decided they were going stacked cups together, uh, beer cups. And, of course, they fit inside each other very nicely. And people from all over were bringing, like, two-foot stacks. So they had, uh, I don't know, John, uh, 30 feet of cups. Did it look like? Is that an exaggeration? Um, no, I, I would say that's a, that was a very um, conservative guess because it was at least – there ten, rows, 10 rows deep, wasn't it? Yeah, well, and it went up and up, and they kept adding it. And uh, we weren't paying any attention to the game for a while as they uh, added to it. And we, there was cheering and, and, and all sorts. And then, and then security came. And uh, I'm not supposed to show disrespect to such people. But, you yeah. know, uh, we, we, won't, we won't say things like rent a cop or anything like that. Right, John? Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and had had to break it up. People, you know, there are rules uh, everywhere, I guess, anymore against people having too much fun, right, John? That's, that's correct. Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, I think that probably probably covers uh, the excitement and uh, how people are getting back into the swing of things, and and it's good to see. So, yeah. speaking speaking yeah. of swinging and back into it, John. A guy named Bill Mickelson wow. won the uh, PGA Championship uh, this year uh, at Kiowa, which was the longest and which supposes the hardest golf course in the history of major championships. And at age 50, the oldest uh, winner of a major championship ever now by a couple of years. Uh, and, and Lefty, Lefty did it, John. Yeah, it really was unbelievable. I mean, like you said, it's one of the hardest courses in major history. It played extremely difficult on Thursday and Friday. And, you know, it settled down a little bit over the weekend, with the exception that on Sunday, the wind came out of the completely opposite direction that it was on Thursday and Friday, which was kind of made the course play a lot different. But, you know, not only did he win, he won fairly. I mean, there was some drama at the end, but not much. Right. He won by two, but he was up by five on the back nine. And you knew he pretty much had to lose it. Nobody was going making up birdies uh, right. on that golf course in the last few holes uh, to beat him. So, yes, he played played some really good golf, made some spectacular shots including holding a bunker shot on the fifth hole on sunday that uh he and brooks kepka who he played with the last two days and obviously beat um he, he, uh you know they were going back and forth early and that really 
helped him to dump that one on the fifth. And um, yeah, uh, it's just, uh, it's really amazing. Uh, uh, John has a brother who claims to have bet a hundred dollars on Phil at 300 to one to win. So oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you notice I use the word claims uh, probably underlined. Uh, and, and so there was uh, odds were huge on him at, at some point, John. Yeah. Uh, uh, John, uh, you know, I, I've seen this and it's kind of the bane of Phil's career. But, yeah, uh, you know, you got to compare him to Tiger here. You know, Tiger won two years ago. Come back, come back. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does this compare with Tiger winning the Masters in 19? I think this is more un- uh, unlikely. It was a more impressive victory than Tiger's. Um, you know, for one thing, Tiger's Masters win was at Augusta, which they play that course every year. And, and it's a course that Tiger's won many times. You know, it's a. What, what ma- it you might say he's mastered that course. Oh, good one. Yes, very punny. And, uh, you know, so I think that takes, I guess, a little bit of the glow out of that compared to Phil's improbable win at, uh, like we said, one of the hardest courses, playing extremely difficult and doing, you know, becoming the oldest major champion ever. So, and he had, he'd been playing terrible up to that point too. And it's been eight years since he won a major. So it wasn't like he's been a, a major factor for some years. So, yeah, I, I guess uh, if people are wondering what he what he's done, what uh, he's he's done more training, uh, more fitness training, uh, just to give himself a little extra. Uh, he's lost a few pounds and tried to get stronger. He outdrove uh, Kepler yeah. a couple times, uh, who is very long uh, uh, on Sunday. Uh, so he definitely, you know, he's done things with his body to keep himself in good shape so that he's competitive. And uh, it all came together. Uh, yeah. Last week. Yeah. He, yeah. His, he, his, he got off the tee box well, which I think was obviously pretty key for that golf course. Yeah. Um, you did not want to be in any of that whatever native grass that they had there. Yeah, you see, I struggled with that last on week, last week's podcast, and you didn't help me out. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it was. It looks like fescue, but isn't fescue? I, I don't know what it is. So you're going with native grass, is what we're calling it, huh? Yep. Okay. So so uh, Johnny, he put a two wood in his bag for a while. Yeah, it's an interesting club, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a while since up. I've seen a two-wood. Of course, of course, what he's hitting for a two-wood, I call a driver. Right. Yeah. So uh, for those, those of you who want to hear the technical stuff, uh, he had a club in his bag that had 10 and a half uh, degree loft on it, which is exactly what my driver is. Uh, but pros hit drivers at six degrees, right, John? Oh, yeah, especially at point of impact it's at least it's probably barely that so uh yeah so he, he was carrying a club uh, with, with a little more loft a little more forgiveness and uh for a couple days that was the club that he was putting in the fairway with enough length on it to make the golf course work for him so 
Yeah, I think with a club like that, you know, with if you can get it in the smaller head, like you would a wood, like a three wood or right something like that, then it, you're, it's definitely going to have a much more lower boring trajectory than than what it would like a three wood or something like that that you're going to get up in the in the wind. So I think he was able to control it a little better with and flight it through the wind. Yeah. Now, yeah. so John, he's older than you are. Mm-hmm. So, John, you, you out working on your game, ready to, ready to qualify for the U.S. Open this year? Well, apparently, this is news to me, but uh, Fort Worth, Texas is now a rainforest. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. it rained so much in the last three weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. I saw a little bit of it, yeah. The last, yeah, it was, I mean, the last round I played was that Thursday I played with you, and the last one before that I think was uh, at least ten days before that. So, 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 John, your your world is really is really crumbling because we played on Wednesday. So, see, um, yeah, there, there, there you go. All right, so I guess John isn't sharpening his game for U.S. Open qualifying, and neither is Phil, who. Uh, you know, a lot of exemptions go with winning the PGA, including one into uh, next month's uh, U.S. Open, which is at Torrey Pines. And I, I'm going to repeat as often as I can on the podcast, John. Uh, I have played all three of the courses that you could possibly play in this year's majors. Uh, and Torrey is, if not, I, I don't think Phil played there all the time as a kid. But it is close enough to home where he's very, very familiar with the golf course and has won uh, the uh, tour event there, I think, yep. more than once. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it is a good – you would think it would be a good venue for him uh, go, going home with, you know, quotes. It's just – it's, you know, it's San Diego and, uh, and so forth. So, uh, but he was uh, – you know, he hadn't qualified. Uh, and had been offered the U.S. Uh, GA had already offered him an, a a, uh, a special exemption that I, he had not yet taken. Uh, so uh, this gets him around all that rigmarole. So and, yeah, and, but, but you, you still have it. to, John. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I already missed my qualifier opportunity, so I yeah. don't think I'm going to be. I'll be. I won't be making it. Yeah, because you, you 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 would have to start with the pre pre qualifier, wouldn't you, John? Yeah, yeah. I anyway, I I saw when the pro qualifier, the one that they they get inserted into was, and I think it's after next weekend's tournament, or is it after this weekend's tournament? It's on Monday. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Anyway, uh, I I went down a silly rabbit hole there. Okay, John, John, rabbit holes. Okay. You you've been rooting on the Mavs and you must be just excited as heck right now about the Mavs, huh? Pretty excited, yeah. Big game tonight. Really, really big game tonight. They get yeah. this one, go up three oh, it's virtually a lock. Yeah, and for everybody who doesn't know this, the Dallas Mavericks, who are the five seed playing the Clippers who we talked about last week, 538 said is the favorite to win the whole thing. And uh, the Mavericks won two games in LA, the first two games in LA and 
come home with a chance to, uh, you know, not have to go to L.A. again. So, so yes. what's, what's been the secret of their success? Just Donkic uh, being brilliant or yeah. more, more to it than that? There's definitely that. Luca has definitely been amazing. Um, I think, you know, it's really – Paul George has been okay. They haven't really figured out how to guard – um, Luca and stop the pick and roll with KP. And then if they do, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been shooting well, so they can always kick out to him and they don't, they don't really have that third person to kind of stop, you know, either you, you can't stop the pick and roll and the kick out for the, the outside shooting. So you're going to have to pick your poison and, and they've been guessing wrong, I guess, for most of the series so far, but they've had a few days to figure it out. And Kawhi's played brilliantly. Paul George has played okay. And other than that, the rest of the team hasn't done diddly squat for him. Yeah, well, that, that's uh, – I'm going to be obvious, Steve, for the second time already today and say that's the way these NBA playoff runs go, right, John? The uh, bit players, the, the side guys uh, – play well on the teams that advance and end up in the finals. I mean, you got a big three, but, uh, you know, on the teams that get there, uh, those guys with roles uh, are, are doing well in their roles. So, I mean, you think about the heat last year, getting to the finals, mm-hmm. uh, had multiple guys that you wondered where they came from playing well and, and really helping them win games. So, yeah, I mean, you got looking. I mean, in the first game, um, Darian uh, Finney Smith had 18, Hardaway Jr. had 21, KP had a, a abysmal 14, and Luca had 31. And then they had a good guy off the bench with Brunson getting 15. So they had that's five guys in double digits. Whereas, you know, Kawhi and Paul George each scored in the 20s, and then they had three guys just barely get over 10. He had a 10 and two 11s. So, I mean, the, the support for, for the Clippers has been uh, lacking to say the least. Yeah. Well, I, I, I won't repeat it again. You need the, the support guys uh, to do well or else you're in, uh, you know, you're going to lose games and be gone and go home. Right. So, uh, the Lakers series has been, well, I don't know. It's 2-1 Lakers now, which isn't a surprise. I guess it was a surprise they lost the first game, John. But, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're not technically, I guess, not supposed to win that series because they are the lower seed. But I don't know. Suns are. And uh, if you go by what they did in the regular season, the Suns won nine more games. So uh, there you go. Uh, nobody had a very good game for the Suns last night. I mean, I see Booker only had 19 and Paul only had seven. In- yeah, he's he's struggling. I mean, he's hurting. He's he, whatever they you call a shoulder contusion on his shooting shoulder or shooting arm. That, that doesn't help anything. No. And uh, the guy, 
Uh, you talk about role players, uh, a guy who was big in the game against the Warriors and who was big last night again. Um, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but I'm going to say Schroeder. Uh, had 20 points for him, John, uh, mm-hmm. as the, you know, he's the point guard, I think, is Correct. the way to describe uh, what he does for the Lakers. And him getting 20 with Davis and James getting theirs is, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a big deal. Yeah, and LeBron didn't exactly have a great night. I mean, he only had 21 points, five rebounds, six rebounds. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the stat means, but ESPN has him at plus 15, John. That's the uh, point differential when he's on the floor. Right. Uh, that's the biggest one uh, out there, John. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, Chris Paul's is minus 20. I was so just going to point, point that out. Matter of fact, the whole team is minus except for, uh, yeah, the whole team. Yeah, there is nobody with a positive. The Suns didn't have anybody with a positive score. I guess that's what happens when you lose by 14. Yeah, I guess that is. Well, you'd think somebody would have a couple minutes in the positive. But Oh, well, uh, I, I, you know, both the Mavs and the Lakers were the lower seeds. uh, Should I say worse seeds because lower – Anyway, uh, are both at home and can close out the series, which would make uh, the West uh, a Wild West show, so to speak. So um, we we will keep watching, right, John? Well, not 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 much drama in the East at this point, Uh, unless you're excited about the Hawks and the Knicks being one-one going to Atlanta. Well, I mean, there's some. Yeah, it's a pretty good chippy little series they got going there with with um rose and and uh dang it i can't think of the kid with the terrible hair what's his name young are you talking about young yes from trey young yes yeah there's a lot going on there so from, who went to oklahoma right yes sir yeah yeah well and and he made young made well, it wasn't a great shot, but he, he made he made a big shot with like a, a tenth of a second left in the first game, which is why they, you know, why they have a win on uh, New York's court. So, uh, yeah, the uh, yeah the stars come to play at uh, playoff time, or sometimes they don't, right? So, right. Uh, at this point, uh, Giannis is doing okay, but. Uh, We'll, we'll, uh, I think they're very much – they've got the heat in a big mismatch this year. So, Yeah, they're 3-0 in that series already. So that's yeah. kind of a yeah. deal. Toasty. Yeah. All right. So uh, NBA has, has our attention a little bit. Well, John, we, we buried the Dodgers and the Yankees early, and here we are. Uh, what is it? Memorial Day weekend. And they both have kicked up hot streaks, and they're both in really good shape in the standings at this point. So, um, yeah, the Yankees are only two games back. They've won seven of their, or their seven of their last ten, so they're kind of moving in the right direction. But the Rays, they're on a hot streak. Nine of their last ten. Yeah. Uh, nobody, nobody was worried about the Rays earlier in, uh, in the season. I, I don't know if we were really worried about Yankees, but uh, 
uh, I guess maybe I mean, we, we talked about it. Uh, uh, they're eight games, 500. And uh, the problem is uh, it is a division is nobody's surprised by with a lot of teams, a lot above 500. So they're still chasing. And uh, as you said, the, the Rays are 12 games over 500. You know, their last 10, uh, they don't have the biggest run differential in the American League, but they have the biggest one in the East. So, uh, yeah. and there's the, the pesky little Red Sox are in between them. So, yep. The Red Sox just, you know, they kind of had a couple dips, but they've just seemed to keep hanging in there. Yeah. They're, they're hanging for now. I, I think I would take money, John, on uh, if anybody wanted to bet me that they were still there uh, at the end of September. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't take that bet either. Yeah. I think the crazy, crazy thing about both the Rays—probably not really the Rays—because if you've ever been to their stadium and see their attendance, but I mean they're they're 500 at home, but they're 19 and seven on the road. Yeah. Well. And the uh, Red Sox are just a game over 516 and seven on the road. So those are, you know, you don't really see those big swings. Yeah. No, no. Uh, the rule of thumb uh, for a long time was play 500 away and uh, 600 or better at home. And you, you would be really good. So. Uh, yeah. There is nobody in major league baseball with even close to a, an away record as those guys. No, well, you wouldn't expect, as you said, nineteen and seven. It's got to be the best in the in the in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, the Padres are oh, fairly close, though. Fourteen and nine. Yeah, and if if the American League East is a great division, holy moly, the National League West, uh, you got to have your big boy panties pulled up because. Padres are 13 games over 500. The Dodgers are now 12 games over 500. They are not have won nine of the last 10. And the Giants, the poor pitiful Giants, are a game and a half behind the Padres, 10 games over 500. John? Yeah. Uh, that, 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 does, that does not sound like the NL Central, does it, John? No, it does not. Yeah. So, um Bunch of bunch of, like we said, the Dodgers and the Yankees have come back. Uh, Dodgers twelve over five hundred, the Yankees eight over five hundred, uh, and uh, it looks like the work that those ships have been righted. And let me just a little shout out: your Cubs uh, are only a half game back, John. Yeah, the Southsiders did us some favors this week. Yeah, well, we took two out three from the Cardinals. Uh, during Cup Snake and uh, Butt Crack Week, as it's known, uh, and uh, you were you were playing the Pirates, which uh, uh, I won't say anything more. Uh, they are 13 games under 500 and nine and a half games back in a terrible division. Did already. you see that that play yesterday? No, <laughs> didn't I send it to you on Twitter? I don't know. I don't think so. Where Baez got into a rundown <laughs> between home plate and first. You have not seen this? No. It's got to be the worst play in major league, defensive play in major league baseball history. Oh, so, it, it, no, no, no. We don't want, no, don't go down that road. But uh, anyway, so they, they did not 
they did not get him out in a rundown? Between home plate and first, remind you. So oh. he, he hits a grounder to shortstop. Yeah. And he makes a bad throw, which brings the first baseman off the bag towards the uh, home plate. So he's towards the runner. Baez stops, runs back towards home plate, and the first baseman chases him mm. instead of going to first base. So he chases him all the way back to home plate, at which that point, whoever's on third, which I forget, it might it might have been Bote, steals home from third. He dumps the ball to the catcher, misses the tag. Then the catcher throws it to first, throws it into the dugout. Baez goes to, or no, he makes a wild throw to first. Baez goes from first to second. They throw it to second, which is luckily the the shortstop was there to back up the terrible throw to second. Otherwise, he would have got the third. Well, so he didn't get all the way around. What a disappointment. The ball never left the infield, and he got a double. I I do not think it's going to count as a double, John. I, I get the picture. Yeah. So it was, John, John, it was I, bad. I, I can't sat, believe you haven't seen it. I'll send it to you on Twitter. John, I sat through the Cardinals game on on Tuesday night where they made. Were there like seven errors in that game? Uh, they had. I think they had credit for four, and I and there were two. Well, okay. Uh, Carlson actually literally kicked the ball in center field, uh, back into the infield when a guy was going from second trying to score. So the runners, you know, not, there's never even a throw as the ball rolls into the infield. And another time, uh, uh, no, Edmund wasn't playing second base. Uh, whoever was playing second base made such a bad throw on the double play relay that the shortstop had to lay down flat and stretch to catch the ball to get the force out, which isn't an error. Neither one of them is an error. But you're sitting there cringing as you're watching it. And yes, I think they made they made four or five literal actual credited errors. So it was. Don't talk to me about uh, low quality play. In, I, okay, I got me just. They've got Edmund playing outfield part of the time, and he's a uh, well second baseman uh, or shortstop by trade. Dropped literally dropped a routine fly ball that would have ended the first inning. I mean, he's right, you know. Trotting in, puts his glove out, hits him in the glove, falls to the ground. I mean, <laughs> I've seen little league. It, it even even at a certain level of little league, it was incompetence. So uh, there you go. I I got it off my chest. Yeah, are you sure? No, but, <laughs> but there the, the, you know it's uh, you know they were the best fielding team in the National League a year ago, and they've got. Guys have won gold gloves all over the place uh, this year, but uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it just looks like I don't know, you know, lack of concentration is that what it is, or trying too hard or something, and and it's very very ugly. Um, so, all right, let's push on, John. This is this is Memorial Day weekend, which traditionally has some blockbuster movies. Uh, coming. So, are you ready, John? Um, we kind of, I kind of want to watch Cruella tonight. Do you? All right. So, tell me about that, John. 
And, and John, you know, after you tell me about Cruella, you know, I'm going razzy a little bit. Okay. Well, I just, I, I like Emma Stone. It looks, I've seen the previews. It looks like a good movie. Good okay. twist on the old, uh, on an old, it's like her, what do they call them? Origin stories. So it's the right? or, okay. origin story of, of Cruella DeVille. Yeah. Well, and I've always wondered how somebody, you know, gets into skinning dogs. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Isn't I mean, that, you're, you're, it's, you're right, but yeah, it's kind of a weird way to put it. Yeah, well, I, it's kind of a weird, it was kind of a weird concept, John. But uh, not too many weeks ago, John, the uh, the loyal listeners to this heard you complain that people keep doing stuff that's not original, that keeps going back yeah. and blah, 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 blah to material. And here Disney's trying yet again to squeeze something out of 101 Dalmatians and you're you're in for it, John. Yeah, I like the actress. Okay. All right. Who I, I just, he says this, everybody and uh, I'm just going to say, uh, if you didn't know who it was, John, uh, with all the makeup and everything, you uh, uh, you would be hard pressed to tell us it's Emma Stone. Well, the isn't that the what does the makeup have to do with it? She's still an, a good actress. Okay, uh, no, but you you it could be anybody being that actress, John. Uh, you're not going to sit there and go, oh, it's Emma Stone. You got to look at the credits to know it's Emma Stone. Really? Uh, I, I I've seen I've seen the previews too, John, and I, I I've been impressed with the the black and white face and black and white hair and yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy we talked about a couple of weeks ago, John. Which, by the way, I did watch his uh, his movie on Netflix this week. Oh yeah, the uh, zombie movie. Oh, I didn't know he was in one, but okay. Yeah. So it was uh, exactly what you would expected. Yeah, and, and so it, it it got the John thumbs up. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm surprised at this point you go with the word "great," John. But okay. And what's it? David Barista, uh, Bautista, right? Bautista. Yeah. He right. does it, not make coffee. Okay. Well, well, you don't know that for a fact, John. But uh, uh, let, let's let's just say John and I are obviously plugging his career uh, along, aren't we, John? Yes. Obviously. Okay, so John, John's up for Cruella. I do not imagine that I will see it. Uh, there has been talk about going to the movie theater, but I'd have to figure out what the local AMC is running. And uh, I am still uh, carrying a little bit of butthurt that I did not buy AMC stock about uh, a, a week or so ago because I could retire if I had bought a significant amount. Kind of like the three, uh, 300 to 1 on Bill Mickelson, right? Right, right. Um, are you guys going to go see – did you like the first Quiet Place or not? I did like the first – I thought the first Quiet Place was brilliant. Uh, I, but I'm, I'm with you on this, John. I am hard-pressed to believe that the second one the second one's going to be hard to pull off, I think. Yeah. I, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, but because it's a high concept kind of thing, and you know they they did all kinds of nifty things in the first movie to be quiet and not get killed by aliens, right, John? Uh, it just feels like the next movie 
which I don't think John Krasinski's in, um, will uh, will be more like be, a cameo. Be more of it, more of the same. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of amazing his wife can't get him to, to appear in the movie, John. I mean, he did write. He is writing and directing it, so. Oh, okay. Well, I think maybe it's more his choice than the casting's choice. Okay. Well. All right. Well, I guess I had to do something clever to kind of change the dynamic, but well, I mean, he did die in the first one. I didn't remember that. Spoiler. End. Spoiler alert. Uh, and... I mean, presumably, you don't officially see him die, but you pretty well, much assume that and, he does. Well, John, you know how that goes. You know, you wake up from the dream sequence and he's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, yes, there we go. We'll plug in movies once more uh, as America gets back uh, to semi-normal Cruella and Quiet Place 2. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll end very quietly, won't we, John? Okay. We don't want them to get us. So, all right, John. Have, have a good one. Enjoy the holiday weekend, and uh, we'll be talking to you next week. Yes, sir. You too. Enjoy the weekend. Okay. Let, me know, let me know how the movie going goes. Okay, I, I will. All right. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.